sitting up there on the hill. I believe that I'm right and left and if I'm not one of these theaters, correct me. I think that when we're swimming in boats at water level, on a clear day, the horizon is seven miles. I think that's the far as we can see. When we're when at water level, time must take a thousand feet. Above the water level. And on a clear day, my horizon is almost limited. Hundred and fifty miles, I can see. Sometimes Catalina Islands, San Francisco Island, and Point Sherman are all close enough to actually seem like I can a rock to them. You know? Just that little bit of elevation changes the horizon from 7 to maybe 150 miles. And we'll be walking up these stairs forever. Now the only thing we can't change about our lives, the only thing that cannot be changed by us, is that we're stuck with ourselves forever. World without end, amen. Now this is a big talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we get to thinking about committing suicide, you know. You can't make it. You can't make it. It's not with you forever. Everything else in life isn't changed. You don't even have to go home from here if you don't want to. You can go someplace else. You don't have to ask for your wife again if you don't want to. You don't have to for your kids again if you don't want to. We don't have to stay in California. We don't have to stay in the United States. You can stay with everything in life at once. You can't get away from you. <laughs> You're stuck with me forever. I'm stuck with me forever. Now, I don't really care that when we get here, they would try to teach us how to be friends with ourselves. But they don't. They teach us how they have to work with other people. Be sure that we make a good impression on the neighbors and the people around us. You know? We have to show respect to our elders. Particularly the place of Bridget <laughs> and the mother in law. <laughs> but they don't tell us how to get along with us, how to become friends with ourselves. Now, in my opinion, sobriety, the definition of sobriety is. 
One of the very big insurance companies in the country was built by a man whose son was over North Washington. He was an attorney and he was never going into the insurance business. He was a stand attorney. And it was a beautiful empire. And I don't know how much effect I had on him, but I talked with him for a long, long time. But I kept on him that business and taking over because his dad was way long in years. And he eventually did. And he was the man that built his empire. And he was pretty old. And he was doing a bit of drinking. And he said, talk to him a little about it. And he said, I can go to South there if I want to. And he said, no, you can't. Well, he said, Stone so did. Mentioning another big man in the insurance business who had drunk himself to death. And then I said, yes, but he didn't want to. And it hit me like a ton of bricks because that's what I was trying to do. But I couldn't make it. The thing that hit me and the alcoholic anonymous after 25 years was since I knew I wasn't going to die. I was going to stay insane. And I sit there in that chair of mine thinking about boys, my boys. When the kids in the block says, where's your dad? And they say, uh, he died. And they turn and walk off. Because they couldn't tell him I was in Patton. But there's enough left to know how to time the shoes and why I was there. You know? That kind of dreaming. Drives you nuts. <laughs> it drives you nuts. So it helped to drive me in here. We can't make it if we try. And it never occurred to me until I was five years sober that drinking yourself to death is suicide. Just what it is. Now, how am I going to stay sober? I have to be so sobriety in life or synonymous. I'm going to stay sober. I'm going to still perform that I'm comfortable right here. That's the only way I can stay sober. I get food in a certain way right here, I get drunk. I hear little people say that if you've been in alcoholics anonymous a while, you have to. Drink. I don't believe it. I don't think you have to do anything but quit doing the things that keep you comfortable right here. And you wake up comfortable. Because you see, you and I know a way to stop that big hurt. And if we allow it to hurt, like it used to hurt, we'll be just as drunk as we were. In the old days. And we don't have to 
almost throughout the world. Is a perfectionist, an idealist, with a terrific drive for excellence that goes with perfectionism. Careful drive for excellence that brought about the things that you've heard ever since you were a little guy. This is the best machine we ever had in the shop, Mark. The best lawyer that ever hit this part of the country, Mark. The best philosopher we ever had in the office, but she can't get down till about every Tuesday or Wednesday. Thanks too much. Terrific. Professionalism, now professionalism is a beautiful characteristic or attribute when we learn how to live with it. But until we do, it's killing. It makes us set goals for ourselves that we cannot attain. And we're forever disappointed in our own performance. And it makes us demand more of those around us than the nation put out. And it makes it necessary for us to make them over. Our wives and our kids. And the people to work with us. So on. It's a quitter until we learn how to live with it. Idealism. And it's very evident in all of us. The second thing is that to a man, we were born with the interior awareness of life should be a good and a big and a beautiful thing. I knew when I was six years old that life should be like it is now. I am Christ. Proclaimed it. But I looked at it and it was cheap and it was dirty and it was ugly. That was one of my biggest problems. I couldn't integrate myself in the life around me because I didn't like it. There was a thing that you remember in the days of wine and roses. The book scares the heart out of me, and I haven't had a drink for 29 years. But every time I think of it, just me and this gal had come back to her husband's apartment. I tried to talk him, her ex-husband's apartment. I tried to talk him into rejoining her in the drinking world. And he's gotten into alcoholic snubs. And he was begging her to join him in this new way of life. And she was standing looking out the window, high above New York City. And she finally said to him, I can't, I can't, I can't. When I look out of this window, sober, it's deep and it's 
Stone wall around that 
couldn't integrate myself into. And I had to find a way to be comfortable. Because I was not comfortable in society in which I had to move. And when I was 19, I found a way to get comfortable in that society. And for the next 15 years, I used this chemical for an answer. And it was an answer. For the first 15 years. But after 15 years, my eyes turned on and became a problem. And in the next 10 years, it made it necessary for me to find the right answer. And I did. And then I told these kids that if they could just come to stay with us, is that when you're behind the attitude, you got all the answers. But when the attitude's gone, you ain't got none. The answer's gone too. But there was a master that stays with you. And it's much better than any chemical that you can put in your body that you can sing about your business business of living. And you don't have to repeat a dosage of chemicals. And if you don't decide that you want to find the answer and make an effort, you can find it. And there are many people that have helped you. And if you do this, maybe This life will be, this death will be justified. Her mother called me the early part of the week. First time since I had been there. And she said there was an, quite a movement amongst the teachers and amongst the students to find an answer to replace this stuff. And she told me about some guy that's throwing his house open to get there to go to the beach. And they wanted me to come down there last Friday, but I was, I had to do something else, and I couldn't go. Friday week. But isn't that beautiful that they might now be looking for something that might take the place of this chemical deal. And I want to close with this little story. <clears throat> Before Alcoholics Anonymous was born, there was a chaplain named Roland. Roland was an alcoholic. And Roland was doctoring with Dr. Carl Jung, who might possibly be the greatest psychological mind that the world has produced so far. 
to me, he was he was the same vintage as Floyd and Lander. You. But it seems that you had a personal answer. He had a living answer. Maybe the other didn't. And Nolan was talking with him. And every time he came back to him, he was worse. And he finally came back to him. Dr. Young. And the doctor told him, he says, medical science has done everything in its power for you, and it can do no more. Thank you. 
unity with the life around him and with regard to snakes. And when we found the bottle, it seemed to be the missing ingredient. It seemed to let him live a little bit more comfortably with himself and in the, in the society around him. And he had found chemical unity. And it did a pretty good job with him until it became the problem. That only a spiritual answer could come. Now that's a beautiful thing. And most of us agree with it. Now here's what happened. And this is bad, this just curled my hair. This is fantastic. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to me. Roland, having heard this, affiliated himself with the Oxford movement and got sober. And he ran into Eddie. And he got Eddie into the Oxford and Eddie got dope. And Eddie called on Bill. And Bill got dope. And so the things of God. Oh, this is so beautiful. In our entire history, the finger of God is so evident all the way through. From Dr. Carl Jung to Roland to Eddie to Bill, Bill to Dr. Bob, and Dr. Bob and Bill to us. What a beautiful thing it is. And how fortunate are we, I believe us to be, the most, in, the most fortunate segment of humanity, of God's kids. Because if we wish to, we have to find an answer lest we die. You come here not looking for God or to get her wives back or to get the love of her kids back. Not even looking for help in many cases, like my own. But just a way to live one day at a time without drinking so that we might rub out a little of the record. And we find that the formula for sobriety and the formula for the good life and the formula of God are all the same. And we find an answer that makes the chemical unnecessary. And it's, a, it's an answer that don't stay in the meeting when we leave. It goes with us. And we're never alone anymore. How fortunate can a man be? God 
God bless you. Thank you very much.